pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Well, what's anyone fighting for? I don't know what I'm fighting for. King and country. Yeah, king and country. Come on, keep digging. We're sorry to interrupt this live broadcast of... Um, well, I'm not sure what it is, but uh, we need to bring you an urgent broadcast from One Life Left. Hello. Hello. Welcome to One Life Left. Thanks. Welcome yourself. Uh, Anne refused to do the dance to the theme, which has caused some controversy already. Why are you not dancing, Anne? Um, Because I was trying to play with your phone. Episode 55 is merely seconds. uh, It's an urgent broadcast. It is an urgent broadcast. Apologies to those listening live. Um, If you could email in and tell us what it was. Um, Our guest seemed to think that... Hello. We're going to introduce you later. Our guest seemed to think that it um, it involved members of the same gender kissing. Or um, someone being seriously injured, but it turned out they were digging. Is that a euphemism? (laughs) (laughs) You know know all the terms, don't you? (laughs) Welcome to One Life Left. One Life Left is Resonance 104.4 FM's video game show. We're also podcast across the internet to almost universal acclaim. Almost. Almost, but we're going to come back to that later. We are. You must be the one who sounds like the baby. (laughs) We've got a very, very, very uh, busy show, and we're going to try and get through all of the features uh, this episode, which means we have no time to introduce anything. All we have time for is the news. It's 9.02 on Tuesday the 20th of November. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Play.com has announced that it's to hold its first consumer show at Wembley Stadium next year. The online retailer has said that games will be the main focus of the event. 40,000 visitors are expected to turn up over two days next March. This will be the first consumer game show in the UK since the end of GameStars Live in London in 2004. It's Anne! Anne's back! Yeah! You're pumped up as well, aren't you? So happy to be here. You danced to the jingle as well. Did you see that one? Did you listen to uh, to last week's show, Anne? I couldn't. Why not? It 
would be too upsetting. Why is your mum intrigued by me? Uh, she just is. She listens to the show live. Right. And I was talking... Um, Hello, Mum. Hi, Mum. And I was talking to you about... Um, you? Uh, to her about you on Saturday. You've got and to she stop said, that. I'm intrigued about Simon. Interesting. You know, I can't help but think, uh, you know, of what plays PR person's doing right now. He's thinking, he's thinking, yes, they featured us, the first story. <laughs> now a few minutes of intense discussion about our brand new show. And then and it's it, just you two gossiping that, yeah. about Anne's mum. Mom. Do you know what I'm thinking about? What Christmas morning is going to be around your house with <laughs> you and me <laughs> opening our presents? Um, so, uh, Wembley. Wembley Stadium. That's interesting, isn't it? That's an unusual place to have a consumer conference. The new Wembley. The new or Wembley. Or the old one. Uh, I assume the new yeah. one. They, they have got a roof, but it doesn't go all the way over, apparently. Oh. Um, what do you think it's going to be like? Uh, I think, like all UK trade shows, it's going to be consumer disappointing. Show. Consumer show. Uh, consumer show. I don't think I've ever been to a good show. Full stop. You're such a grump. I think no, I'm not being. A it's going to be excellent, I, really, because in my experience, here's what a show is like: you go along, you turn up. There's a big line of que- a big line uh, of queuing. Uh, how do you politely People. say fat? Oh, um, I think you just puff your, t- your cheeks out. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do that on radio. Well, go and try. So there's a big queue of fatties um, <laughs> waiting to play the latest and greatest video game. Eventually you get to the front. The joypad is sweaty and horrible. And you play it for three minutes and then you're ki- kicked off by an overbearing staff member. These are your customers, Steve. They're not my customers. They are your customers. I think it's going to be brilliant. As a sporting venue. Some geeks are going to be on the pitch. You have to bear in mind that they're, mostly... They're trying, they're trying to wirelessly link up. Mostly the people I've seen at shows are games journalists. So, okay. you know, I've got an unfair and view you, of what people who play video games have you got like. Have got any comment on their weight? On games journalists? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Konami has predicted that there will be no leading game console this generation. The Japanese publisher has said that while there may be regional favourites, the popularity of the PS3, Xbox 360 and Wii would even out over the worldwide market. One Life Left wonders if we have regional favourites. Steve has to be popular somewhere. Oh, <laughs> a week off. She did it. She's been hanging around with Cheggers too much, yeah. hasn't she? Yeah. Um, that, so that was, that. what a statement. Uh, typical Japanese, isn't it? Is it? Sitting on the fence. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. No, I know, but typical, well, like, who do Konami make games for? Ev- all of them. Ev- all I of checked them. Exactly. Do you want to know something? I went on the internet and I checked it and they do, all of them. So why would they bother making that statement? Oh, we like you all equally. Yeah, yeah exactly. We have no favourites. But one of you may win and if it does, we'll definitely support you. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, great. Well, well, well done, one day, Carl. maybe Pro Evolution Soccer will be good on all formats rather than just one. An industry analyst has claimed that Nintendo has got a new DS ready to go. However, it won't be released until people stop buying the current design. Evan Wilson from Pacific Crest Securities has claimed that the new model will be thinner, have no Game Boy Advance port, include onboard storage and have a larger screen. Maybe if Phil and Fern would stop showing people how amazing it is to play DS with each other in a taxi, people would stop buying it. I don't get that. I don't care either. It's ridiculous. No, but I, the Phil and Fern thing. Yeah, they're advertising um, brain training on DS. Who yeah. are Phil and Fern? We Phil have an international Fern audience. From th- oh, from, uh, from um, daytime TV programme this morning. Okay. Uh, Phil, what's his last name? Schofield, Schofield and Fern Britton, not Cotton. Is he calling himself Phil now, not Philip? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's Phil and Fern. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Do you think, well, who, who should be uh, advertising the DS? Jeremy Kyle. Who isn't advertising Jeremy the DS? Jeremy Kyle will get some people on. <laughs> um, Trisha. Yeah. I, I, I don't really watch Jeremy Carl, but I know, that, but I do know it's despicable. What, yeah. what sort of um, people come on and he goes, "Stop talking! Stop talking! You're a bad person." Uh, but, then, but then he he, uh, he he says, 
with the greatest re- of respect, you're an idiot, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, with no respect at all. Um, I, so. I am totally lost. I don't even remember Do what the work? news story is about. Oh, wait. What? Sorry. The, uh, the new DS. The new DS. I put new in quotes with my hands. That didn't work. Um, I could make a statement like this. Go on. Well, yeah. Do you know after the new DS? Shall we do it as a rumour? Yeah. yeah, there's going to be another DS after the one that they haven't done yet because you're still buying this one and it's going to have some screens and women will play it. A new video game school is opening in London this week. Quantum will offer a game design and development course with the first intake of students in April 2008. The Australian-based private college already has facilities in Amsterdam, Munich, Vienna and across Australia. You'd have to be pretty stupid to bunk off lessons on this course to stay home and play Halo 2. (laughs) (laughs) You've done a video game joke. didn't I? Where did, and what made you think of Halo 2? Because everyone has it. Do you have it? No. Oh, you still playing Forza? Yeah. Yeah. How are you getting on? Have you done uh, a lap yet? Um, I'm actually, I'm better in the fast cars than I am in the slow cars, it turns out. The, but not just the fast ones, the the biggest fast ones. Right. Yep. Right. That's it. Um. So a video game, does is it just design or is it other skills? Uh, does it say? Uh, game design and development. Okay. So general development skills. Yep. Is there a difference? Yeah, because you have artists and coders and that sort of thing. Right, okay. Right. It's not just designers. You don't just imagine these things into no, but, existence. No, but you always do develop them. Yeah. Game des- well, you don't, because sometimes they get cancelled. <laughs> Talking bitter experience there, Steve, are we? Uh, maybe. So, yeah, so that's, that's a good thing. I think that, you know, uh, teaching the next generation of Miyamotos to make brilliant games. Yeah, but it, it, I mean, I guess it does mean that people won't be able to walk into Boots and uh, type 10 print Simon is skill on the uh, ZX Spectrums and then 20 go to 10 and then, and then leave them running or do that colory pattern thing that they used to do with the random beeps. When I was Those a, were the days. When I was a, a kid, I went to, the, uh, went to Blackpool Tower. I'm not just boasting. I think Prince D is boring. <laughs> and uh, there were BBC micros set up all around, and they said um, they said uh, it had a speech synthesizer, and it said it, it echoed whatever you said all around uh, the tower. And it, there was a sort of A4 notice that had been hastily printed out, said, "Please do not type in swear words." <laughs> and all you heard around the whole thing was. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, <laughs> Stephen Hawking swear. <laughs> Stephen Hawking drunk. I can say that because we're after 9pm. Yep. And finally, just when you thought video games couldn't get any better, they've gone and added some gambling. Super Smash Bros. Brawl will include a spectator mode that'll allow you to bet on fights. Coins will be used as currency, with Nintendo promising extra prizes and stickers for winners. Sadly, you won't be told the name of the players you're watching, so you won't be able to follow their form to win loads of cash. I'm sure Odds On will have something to say about that. Well, he won't. Not this week, because he's ill. Um, or poor, I'd imagine. <laughs> no um, In hiding. Yeah. So we're talking about people getting drunk. So Nintendo have got drunk now and shove gambling in. Have they? What's What's next? Will it be swearing? Will it be shagging? <laughs> or will it be one life left favourite fingering? Um. I have no idea what you're talking about. I guess I'll have to listen to the Christmas episode of the highlights. Yeah, the yeah, so this is a brilliant thing for a terrible game. Yeah. People love Super Smash Bros., so we shouldn't say this to increase our popularity. We shouldn't say that it's a sham of a game and terrible, and anyone who likes it is an absolute idiot. I like it. No, you've never played it, Anne. I like the Don't sound of it. Undermine I like us. the sound of it. Is it as good as Baby Fighter? <laughs> it wouldn't be if Baby Fighter existed. 
Yeah, I don't get Super Smash Brothers, and if someone wants to write into us and explain, you know, why it's good, please do to team at onelifeleft.com. But don't bother because it's not. Uh, however, this is a brilliant thing. And I actually do think all the things they're doing with this terrible, terrible game, all the things that have appeared on the Super Smash Brothers uh, blog have been quite exciting and interesting. What, what else the is there then? Oh, you know, other levels. There's a level designer, which I right. thought was quite cute uh, for a game like that, which is ultimately Maybe those repetitive. students could use it, couldn't they? Yeah, yeah. totally. You know, all the, the news is tying in. But I like the Maybe I- they could design it at Wembley. <laughs> I like the idea of, uh, of of people throwing matches on uh, on Super Smash Bros. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, like they're trying to introduce gambling into almost every game now. Like there's that there's that other first person game where you, uh, oh, I forget what it's called. I, our guest is our guest is nodding. Bet on Soldier. Bet there was Bet on Soldier. I remember that. I can. It was a terrible game. I can say that now. Did it ever come out? Um, we, sh- we should turn our guest microphone up at some point. We can't do yet. Um, no, 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 no. There's, the there's this new one. Um, Stop trying to online. break One Life Left convention. Um, there's a new one where it's it's money-based as well. I, there's just no need to it. Games should be exciting enough without... I don't know. It's... Yeah, I, I don't like it. You, you won't catch me gambling on it, that's for sure. Okay. I'm very subtle at gambling. I hide my bets well. Uh, enough. Is that it? So, uh, is that it, Anne? Yeah, that's it. Interesting. Simon. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantleberry. Jagwin, you're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. I said that. Thanks, Keith. Literally, Cheggers. Yeah, Cheggers, me, me old mate. Yeah, how's that? How's your relationship going? Um, I haven't heard from him for a while, but he's obviously publicising his game, right. so he's busy. Do you think it's genuine love, or is he just trying to get you to talk about his game? No, I think it's genuine. What do you think of his game? Brilliant. There's a photo of uh, Anne with Cheggers on our Facebook. 
Interesting. 257 See, members now. Not allowed to talk about it anymore because I think people would no, rather us talk about video games. We've got one more thing to talk about with that, which we'll do at the end oh, of the show. The secret, the secret, um, the secret. It's yes. Cheggers clothed in this picture. Um, he is, but he's, he's pointing at something very special. Are you clothed? Does he want to get you on Naked Jungle? <laughs> Does he? <laughs> <laughs> Steve likes the go team. Steve likes the go team. Simon th- seems to think he knows what this is. You'll be playing Coldplay next, won't you? <laughs> you will. This is one life left, as Keith uh, Chegwin so kindly said a few did, seconds ago. Did you ago. not get Johnny Rotten saying it? No. Because You're an absolute failure. <sighs> harsh, but you know we would not have been able to broadcast it if he had said anything anyway. What would he have said? You... That's your impression of Johnny Rotten, is it? Yeah, because I can't say the words he says on air. Go on, go guest up. Oh, guest up. <laughs> <laughs> these, the, I mean, oh, my voice is very odd. Yeah. Um, but these guys have been swearing away all yeah, the show. Yeah, you two have been pretty foul mouth. Um, mouth. Who repeated the words that we'd said so far, and then who said, I'm surprised you haven't had in there. Five seconds. Guest. It was what? the guest. Until you stop talking about nonsense and introduce our guest. <sighs> You can't make. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> you, you literally can't. It was Darren Brown mind control. It was pathetic. <laughs> right, you do it. No. <laughs> right. Let's see how long we can sit here in silence. Seriously, because I'll do this. Shall I introduce myself? That'd be no. easier. Uh, please do. Oh, bloody hell! Okay. Um, that wasn't swearing, by the way. We were doing so professionally until that moment. <laughs> I'm not talking anymore. Yeah, okay. Uh, please welcome to One Life Left. Dan Grillopoulos. Does everyone have trouble with the word trouble and your surname? I I can't pronounce it. I don't know what my name is. But you did it so expertly earlier uh, when we were doing the uh, pre-fading. I thought, I'm going to have no trouble with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and yet we did. Anne? Yeah? Give it a go. What's Dan's surname? Do you get bored of this? Yeah, Yeah. I... We bought you here to discuss your surname. I get so bored with people getting my first name wrong, and I use my first name more often than you use a surname, so back off. Who are you? Yeah, exactly. Steve. Steve. Dan's going to be... Dan's going to be telling us about a very important event in his life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Dan, welcome. Thanks for coming in. Oh, now now you're playing nice. (laughs) Now, yeah, because the guest is up, and that's why I'm... You know, I I think it's important that the parents don't argue in front of the children. You're wasting time. Get on with it. Okay. Dan. Hello. Who are you? I don't know. Um, I'm, uh, I used to be the reviews editor of the official Xbox 360 magazine. Excellent. And uh, how, how long were you a games journalist for? Oh, five long years. Five long years. How, how did things change? Like, obviously, you were, you were keen to get into games journalism at the start. What was it, what was it like in the early days? Oh, back when I were young. Back um, when, when it was just the lad. Xbox, oh, when there were no numbers after it. Well, I was a PC gamer first. Oh, but I, uh, I met not that, even an X. I met that Kieran Gillard. <laughs> box. You know. <laughs> beige box. Uh, yeah, I met that Kieran Gillen fellow. Fred, he's a friend of the show. He's a friend of the show. Isn't he he uh, used to be a friend of the he show. Is a friend of the until show. you started slagging him off. I don't every slag week. him off actually. I only slag him off because I love him. Okay. Sorry. Carry on. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, and he got me writing back games. That's really about it. I just bumped into him and he said, "Write stuff." <laughs> Does he do that often? <laughs> Does he go yeah. around doing that? He's, he's like a saint, eulogising, evangelising yeah, about games. He said that to me. <laughs> so what was the, what was the first game you reviewed? Knight Rider. 
Knight Rider from Koch Media. Koch. Koch. Let's say Koch. In fact, they got so bored of the knob gags, they changed their name to Deep Silver, didn't Deep they? Deep Silver. Deep David Koch. McCarthy went to a cock party once, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, and he also went to a Koch party. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what score did you give it? You don't remember? No idea. The first review I ever wrote was Zool on the Amiga. 87%. Oh, you were, yeah, really? you were bought, you were. <laughs> exactly, yeah. First review I ever did was Croc 2 for PC Gamer. Okay. Kieran well, Gillen just bumped into him. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to write about this shit? <laughs> yep. Uh, what score did you give it? I think I gave it 65. You were bought. <laughs> Straight away. Yeah. yeah. You know you know something about me and PC Gamer? I, I thought that marking out percentages was ridiculous. Yeah. Because uh, I never understood, even though Kieran would explain again and again in the pub what the difference between 73 and 74 was. Right. And in the end, I, 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 I sort of refused to do it. Uh, and Kieran said, no, you have to do it. So I just marked everything in divisions of 10%. So I'd give things 60%, right. 70%, yeah. 80%. I got away with it for most, most of my reviewing time. Till, till one of them noticed and said... You gave the last game this mark as well. I went, yeah. So then That's I started right. giving everything 72 and 82. Okay. And, and then, the then, then you were hoiked over to Edge, weren't you? <laughs> so you had to mark out of eight. Yeah. Although I did once give one of my games a question mark out of eight, and boy, the readers didn't like that. <laughs> right. uh, so you, from Night Night Rider 2, what was the last game you reviewed? Oh, Mass Effect. Ooh. Excellent Mass Effect. Yes. The excellent is it? Is it? It's great. If you love standing in lifts and watching them move very <laughs> slowly up and down, it's, it's brilliant. Beautifully That's scripted. Surely to desire to mask the loading times, is it? Yeah. yeah I could. I could. I don't need to go on no courses. <laughs> you, you were, you were telling me earlier there's a lot of very long corridors, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, which you run very slowly along. <laughs> uh, so what score did you give it? Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Definitely we don't, we don't give. Yeah, we don't give games yeah. nine out of ten on this show. No, we don't. Um, so, g- what 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 tales have you got from your time as a games journalist? Oh, uh, nothing that's broadcastable. I don't think. Well, literally, no one listens. So, come <laughs> on. <laughs> oh, um, oh, bloody hell! I can't actually think of anything off the top of my head. Could you uh, save me here? Okay. So, what was? It's obviously you had to deal with PR people. Mm-hmm. What was the what 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 was the good and the bad about dealing with PR people? Well, obviously there was this Simon Baron fella. We don't talk about my time doing that. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I think I think we do. Yeah, okay. <laughs> when was the first time you met Simon? I think I was introduced to him by a, a Leo Tan, I think. Right, the PR man. The PR man. He's a friend of the show as well. He is a friend of the show, yeah. He would have been on this week, wouldn't he? Yeah. yeah. He would, uh, but he failed to turn up to his recording session on uh, on Saturday. He texted me Saturday morning asking, your, asking for your phone number. Yeah, that was so he could say, I'm feeling a bit ill, can we postpone until Sunday? Didn't call me on Sunday. He doesn't know what you do on Sundays, does he? <laughs> Weirdly, a copy of Guitar Hero arrived today. <laughs> <laughs> Seven almost, out of ten. Almost by way of an apology. Yeah, yeah. Pathetic. Um, so, 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 yeah, they're a, they're a necessary evil, would you say, or, or, or not? Oh, PR? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Well, I'm, I'm taking over your old job, so hopefully, <laughs> uh, hopefully a necessary because evil. It's a good job I knew about this before I came on. <laughs> <laughs> that could have come some surprise. Yeah, yeah um, because... You know, that's part of the reason why you, we've got you on the show, because this is a pivotal moment in your life, isn't it? Yeah, I'm no, you're, you're no longer a games journalist. Mm. Mm. So what are you going to miss the most about uh, games journalism? I mean, apart from free games, yeah. free press trips where you just get drunk and eat food and yeah. look at a game. Apart, and, from, apart from those things. And no work. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know, actually. I can't think of it. But did, did you, just before we, we move on to your to your future, did mm. you? I mean, would you say you enjoyed your time as a games journalist? 
How could you not enjoy that? Really? Yeah, it's, I, it's 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 a, it's a slack life, isn't it? Really, you remember doing it? No, I do, and and you know, um, I really do miss it full time. And I think that whilst you're in it, it's like most things. Whilst you're in it, it's kind of easy to to mm-hmm. to, to, to moan about the things that frustrate you. But there's nothing more satisfying than seeing your work on a magazine. There's nothing more satisfying than. Uh, looking at games early, that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, you know, quite a lot of people moan about it, but I think that it's a privilege. So you'd recommend that... Well, so I certainly would recommend it. So. Yeah, definitely, if you, if you want to try it. I mean, obviously, it's not so much fun when you have people ringing you up in the office, shouting on the phone at you, or people send you emails, but Steve knows all about that. So who, who shouted the loudest? Ooh, let's have a think. Normally people from... I'm from the north, by the way, but <laughs> people from my hometown in Manchester normally really? ring up and go, I bought your book, and... Uh, <laughs> I don't understand what this disc thing is on the front of it. Could you lower the pound price by five? <laughs> it's a valid question. Uh, and so how did you reply? <laughs> I, I said, just nick it <laughs> quicker. So um, if you enjoyed it so much, why, why are you leaving? Why are you moving over to the dark side? Oh, well, obviously I'm inspired by your example, Simon. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I was PR executive of the year 2000. I also won two awards last year, PR Hero oh, yes. and PR Word. That's not funny. Um, I was no, I was double award winner last year on oh. the on the Ram Raider uh, blog. Oh, well done. Yeah, I was I was very grateful for both. So, is that something you're aspiring to? <laughs> yes, being, being PR. voted <laughs> voted PR c word on a on a blog no one reads. Uh, that double ender of c word and hero sounds <laughs> entirely exciting. Um, no, I, I would love to follow in your footsteps. Obviously, I, I think PR just sounds. Fascinating, doesn't it, Simon? Yeah, I, you know, I, but it is funny. I think for an industry which prides itself on image, it's got a terrible reputation, and actually it's really not difficult to be a decent PR person. Um, you've just got to tell the truth, which a lot of people don't. You've got to know your stuff, which a lot of people don't. You've got to say what, say what you're going to do, which a lot of people don't. Um, and I think part of the frustrations as a game journalist is just kind of dealing with that sort of constant inadequacy do you think that your sort of uh, opinion of games journalists is going to change as you get uh, deeper into the murky world of pr i'm sure that i'll still consider them all lovely people <laughs> wonderful comrades one and all which pr person you're going to miss having to deal with <laughs> now that you're on their side Ooh, let's have a think probably actually probably leo because he's he's leo tan yeah. uh, a pr hero for guitar hero yeah um, just because he's so wonderfully chirpy on the phone, as soon, and you can tell he wants to put the phone down on you in seconds, <laughs> but he's still so that's, friendly. That's and he's got a sharp smile. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what will you bring from your uh, from your time as a games journalist uh, to the world of PR? What 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 do you think that generally they've done different? Sorry, they've done wrong. As a PR, as PR, yeah. I think, I think just as you say, being absolutely honest. If you know something, if you don't, being definite about things. Because if you're planning a magazine, you don't want to have to go. 30 pages are waiting on a PR who's promised you an exclusive and it doesn't happen so just being name names name names who was that oh, was that um, um, by, by, Byman <laughs> Siren <laughs> okay Not true. right I think uh, that we are going to uh, continue our chat with Dan a little bit later okay. and maybe find out you know some of his How plans for the future yeah well yes that too but that might be later as in the grand scheme of Loving things later your actions today Thanks. your hand actions they're beautiful I'm a very visual person <laughs> um but first, we're going to hear from uh, One Life Left's youngest reviewer. Hello, my name is Talia. Today I'm reviewing the um, Nintendo games because they are for kids. So, Talia, what game are we talking about today? We are talking about... Zoo? Oh, uh, I don't know. 
Is that Zoo Tycoon on the DS? Um, Zoo Tycoon on the DS. So can you tell us what we do in Zoo Tycoon? Well, basically, you go in, you change where you are, the part of place you are, and then, well, you pick up, um, like, for example, you pick up a tiger and then move it into any space you like. I think it's quite boring. So what? So what's the point of the game? Well, I don't really know. Mm-mm. What do you think's good about the game? Nothing. And what's bad? Mm, it's just boring. So it's bad that it's boring? Yeah. Okay, how many times do you play this game? Once. Do you think you're going to be playing it again? Mm-mm. Nope, never. <laughs> okay, so what score would you give the game? Zero. No. Mm, two. No. What score do we give the video games? Seven. Out of seven. Very, very well good. Well done, Talia. So She's cute. Um, can I, I, I realised hearing that back that um, you might think that we cut my questions into that. Um, nice. it, was just be, it was my uh, lack of home recording skills. Uh, so we were adjusting her levels because she was quiet and I was too loud. So um, what, did you say, what did you say at the start of that when you'd heard Talia speak a couple of sentences? Oh, what oh. did you mutter? I want a baby. So maybe one of Live our listeners can <laughs> send <help>. something in. <laughs> I'll tell you, yeah, now let's see your credentials first of all. Uh, it's time for the letters. So yeah, if you want to get in touch with One Life Left, send Anne something... You can email team at onelifeleft.com. So please do email team at onelifeleft.com. And would love to hear from you. Uh, we have quite a few letters this week, so let's get on with them now. Anne. Um, hi, guys. Nice to hear the voices of the One Life Left team. If I close my eyes, it's as if I was back in the old studio, hanging on the other side of the glass, observing you. Say Aww. hi to Robin, please. Kristen. Kristen. Um, hi, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> and hi, Kristen. Next, Dan. Uh, OMG, I love you from Jack Hunter in Newcastle. That's nice. I work at HMV, and while rummaging through the stock room, I found a load of copies of that Game On book that most of you lot were responsible for. If you want me to put them in front of all the other books, just say the word. Please have Anne say the word, because she's fantastic. Unlike this punt. Very good. Uh, A couple of things. Kristen was our old producer, we should say. Oh, yes. Sorry. Sorry, in case you're wondering who that was. And the other thing, of course, is that um, he's not the only person who's been rude about our book, is he, Dan? Is he Dan? Uh, I, was, I was reminded of this when he was reading his letter out. Really? He sent a picture of it in the bargain bins, didn't he? Or was it? Was it yeah, it was. It, it was, was next to somebody's autobiography, wasn't it? The blind one. Uh, David Blunkett's autobiography yeah, that sold right. a massive 4,000 copies. <laughs> yeah, and our book was next to it, and Dan took great delight in uh, send, sending me a picture of it. Does that mean it? we sold as many as 4,000 copies? Exactly. It's amazing. Blind, More than David the blind Blunkett. reading the blind. Dear One Life Left, I was thinking about the very name of your show, One Life Left A. Given the current state of video games, isn't that a little anachronistic. Most games have long since discarded the notion of lives. So have you ever considered renaming the show to keep up with the times a little more? Nearly got to the next save point, stuck on a boss, non-linear difficulty spike, unnecessarily stringent time limit. Mind you, that said, with the resurgence of more traditional gaming forms thanks to XBLA and PSN, maybe I'm putting the virtual cart before the video game horse. Cheers, John Mann. Thanks, John Mann. 
That, uh, that was a good letter. It was a very good letter. I've just taken a picture of Steve reading that out. He looks ridiculous in it. That'll be going on our group later. Good job, I'm admin. Um, <laughs> right, uh, send pics of Anne, please. Actually, I, I'll tell you what I'll do whilst I'm reading this out. I'm going to take one. <laughs> going to take a picture of Anne for you. Uh, full name, Jamie Dickerson. Comments, uh, but not really. Anne Skankleberry, more like. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really <laughs> loving all the 8-bit music on the show, but where is the 16-bit stuff? By the laws of physics, it should be at least twice as good. What the hell is a bit, anyway? They seem to have gone extinct. Keep up the good work, guys. Lovely podcast. What did he call her? Anne Skankleberry. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Very Next funny. What's the worst thing you've been called at school? No, I think that was actually... I used to, like... Sometimes people would say that. And if that's really, it was quite upsetting. So thanks for bringing that up again. If you've got other, any other nicknames for Anne, Skankleberry. Email team at onelifeleft.com yeah. if you must. Um, from Tim Miller, something interesting that you should know. Yay, Tim Miller, who last week was slagged off by our listeners. He responded to that, didn't he? On our Facebook, which we can't talk about. Mm. Um, Bishy Bashy special release for the <laughs> PlayStation in Europe in 2000 is well known as being a, complete, a compilation of crazy minigames ranging from Jump for the Meat to Shake the Can in Outer Space. The game was, in fact, a conversion of the minigames from three arcade games all released exclusively in Japan. Bishy Bashy Champ, Super Bishy Bashy Champ and Handle Champ. Two further games in the Bishy Bashy special series were released in Japan. Bishy Bashy Special 2 uh, containing minigames from Hyper Bishy Bashy Champ and... Gachaga Champ and Bishy Bashy Special 3 containing minigames from Step Champ. Neither of these sequels w- were released in Europe. Thanks. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Tim. Thanks. And, oh, have you got one more? Yeah, um, quickly. Idea for a guest. Hey, One Life Left team. Recently I found Zero Punctuation, a rather hilarious games review site with weekly video reviews. The author of these, uh, these videos is Ben Yahtzee. Croshaw? Croshaw. Croshaw. He has a website and contact details at Fully Ramblematic. I wouldn't be surprised if Simon has him on Skype, though. They seem very similar in personality. Um, okay. Uh, anyway, since loving both your podcasts and his reviews, I thought it might be an idea to get him as a guest or maybe blag him into contributing to the show. About to listen to show 54 now. Thanks, Phil. Weirdly, we actually tried to do that, didn't we, Anne? Yeah, I emailed him. What well, I tried to email him. Uh, he didn't reply. You tried to email him. Right. <laughs> Must <laughs> email <laughs> His email system on his website is really complicated. You have to put in loads of details. For example, your bank details. <laughs> <laughs> Did, you? <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Well, I thought it's for the show. I probably should. Yeah. And so, um, he hasn't replied to me. Okay. Well, Ben, if you're listening, please write back to Anne. She wants to hear from you. Um, we have one final letter, which is exciting. It's literally exciting. We got some post. We didn't have to make this one up ourselves, we did didn't. we? <laughs> <laughs> we got some post to uh, Resonance FM Studios. It was just arrived, uh, waiting for us when we arrived today. Uh, Wait, and we haven't opened us? it. Yeah. Well, it was it was addressed to me, but Simon's added added his name, which is fortunate because, as Dan pointed out earlier, it looks very much like a legal letter. Okay. Right. So we absolutely we haven't, haven't opened, opened this. this. So, uh, can, you play you can, the, can you play the sound effect of opening a letter? No, that's that's literally <laughs> that's actuality. <laughs> the, the, we ooh, should take a picture. Hello. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm holding yeah. it up now. What is it? Um, it's just confidential on it. <laughs> it's got things blacked out all over. Loads it. of stuff blacked out. It says on the back, "Report to be destroyed." Okay. This is so exciting. And it's got a little envelope. <laughs> This might not make the best radio. I can't understand what this is, so I think we will investigate this. Uh, Dan, you can investigate that and let us know what it is in a second. I'll report that. Uh, one final letter uh, from Maliki Wool- Wallahan. Not sure if you stumbled across this yet. It's one of my favourite 8-bit tracks I've heard so far. So far. Thanks for the show.
sounds like we've got an answer. It does. Are we? Uh, it, it's interesting. Do we think or not? Yeah, it's quite interesting. Hang on, don't. It's got a, an O2 SIM card in it and um, and lots of blacked out text indicating Koreans. Somebody so. wants to saucy text us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it might be viral marketing. <gasps> viral marketing, the evil viral marketing. Um, what do we think it's viral marketing for? Crisis. Do we, do we know this for a fact? We don't know it for a fact, but it mentions Koreans. And the only oh, thing you're allowed... do you know what? We're talking about it. Their oh. job's done. They've won. <laughs> no. The bastards. <laughs> They've won. <laughs> um, and you can have the SIM card. Try and make a sexy text. Yeah, on. sexy taxi. Um, so that's published by Ubisoft, is it? Uh, yes. Well, well so. done. Well done. Good value for no, no. money as yeah, well. Yeah, actually. Oh, is, is it? it? Well, I was going to say if it was Ubisoft, uh, because I emailed them asking them to send the show a copy of Assassin's Creed, but they couldn't even bother to do that. Maybe they're so, maybe they're too busy trying to sue the people who did that Jade Raymond cartoon. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Did you see that? Um, I actually didn't see it. It was taken down uh, by the time I I got. On it. I mean, I was already. I've got a warm mug of tea. Yeah. Some some <laughs> some hot towels. <laughs> ice cubes. The ice cubes. A milk bottle with warm water in it. The curtains Loads were closed. Of batteries. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I tell you what, we'll do. We'll find that cartoon of Jade Raymond and we'll show it to Anne and we'll see what Let's her reaction the, yeah, yeah, reaction okay. is. Uh, you're listening to One Life Left on Resonance One Hundred Four Point Four FM and across the whole of the internet. I mean, obviously, it's not across the whole of the internet. It's in one very specific part, which is. Uh, What's our website? Oh, that one. Um, www.onelifeleft.com And you, uh, you can listen to shows on that. Uh, you now, can. can't you? We've got We've it uh, streaming from the website. Yeah. Yeah. Um, screw you, whatever podcasts haven't got one of those. Because <laughs> we have. Yep. Um, yeah, I thought that this might be a good time to uh, play uh, David's, David's contribution this week. Because... Um, <laughs> I think we've been a bit light-hearted and we need someone to, uh, to sober us up a bit. Today, I'll be reviewing Metroid Prime 3 Corruption, the latest first-person shooter to demonstrate that the Wii Remote isn't very good at controlling first-person shooters. According to Wikipedia, Corruption is the tenth game in the Metroid series and is the third part of the Metroid Prime trilogy, excluding two spin-off titles. It takes place six months after the events of Metroid Prime 2, and once again, the game follows female bounty hunter Samus Aran as she assists the Galactic Federation in its fight against the evil space pirates. Like the last two games, Corruption consists largely of backtracking and patient sapping bosses that can each take anything up to an hour to defeat. The major innovation introduced by the game's arrival on the Wii is that the controls aren't as good. The game has earned an average review score of 90% on GameRankings.com, but adjusting this to correct for Nintendo bias, the correct score is actually 7 out of 10. We were just planning something, weren't we? We were planning something, and then... And then what? <laughs> then, then, <laughs> and then David ran out. Uh, and the lights flashed, and, and here we are again. Uh, we are. Uh, slightly earlier than expected, but I think that we are ready to do... Uh, are we ready, Anne? Um, yeah. Can we, can we do it? Maybe. Okay. Uh, we didn't have an Anne Art last week, uh, because obviously we Anne didn't wasn't have an Anne. No, we, we, don't. we don't have a section called Claire Art. Maybe we should. Cart. Claire. <laughs> <laughs> but this week, Anne is back, of course. 
You know, uh, it's all in your presentation, isn't it? It really is all in your presentation. <laughs> Claire was good, but there was no little yeah. there were no flourishes like I you did. I did a dance. I did a little dance. The dance. So um, that's it. I've never seen a dance so much. Is it because Dan's so handsome? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is brand new Anart. Oh, put that away. Describe Ooh. it for me. I can't stand that. Um. <laughs> Right, Dan, I showed this to Dan earlier, and he said that he it, it's difficult for him because of the colours, because he's colourblind. Mm-hmm. What colours can't you see, Dan? Red and green look the same. And does this character have something in it that looks the same? Well, yes. He's oh, interesting. wearing a big body stocking by the looks of it. Yeah, his it's mask is green as well. Yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Mm. Like, if you were the... the this character's friend, shall we say, <laughs> you get absolutely annoyed with this character turning up. Like, you're, you're suspended over a vat of sharks. Right? You're just about, you're just about to get free, right? It's all sorted. Mm-hmm. And he comes somersaulting in, tight ropes across, does some gay innuendo, and then saves you, making you look stupid in front of those that tied you up. I, I literally can't stand him. I think you that's can't. probably enough information. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you think you know what this week's Anne art is, please... Email us at team at onelifeleft.com. And you can win this week's Anne Art. You're welcome you, to it. Sent to you by Anne. Now, I'm going to write a message on it. <gasps> Go on, sorry. I'm going to write a speech bubble. No, don't no. throw in the actual Do it thing. On the back. Do it on the back. So normally at this point, we would uh, announce the winner of the last Anne Art. Oh, and we would uh, tell you how we're going to send send uh, the drawing to them. But we have a bit of a special one this week. So, Anne, do you want to read that um, out? Yeah, I can't find it, though. Okay. Do you have it? No, shall I put up the music for a second? Yeah, do the music. There it is. There it is. There uh, it is. Okay. Um, hello, OLL. Uh, it's November eighth as I write this. I believe this week's Anne. Uh, this week, Anne has drawn a picture of my mum, or perhaps Lara Croft. Um, if I'm correct, could I forego the normal prize in lieu of angry Anne losing a bitch Craig? Upon, <laughs> upon my voicemail that he does his number um, muchas danques Mr. Plaid what was that word again? Um, bitch Craig what does that Creek? mean? I don't know you know I don't know, I don't know you but were doing the euphemisms uh, earlier on weren't you? I, I just don't think we should worry about it it's a problem for Anne okay. she's the one who's got to call Mr. Plaid right and what's loose... the number for America? <laughs> 1-800-AMERICA <laughs> if I just Whilst you're at it, call, um, what's his face from the One Up podcast? Ask him for some more rumours. Shane. We, we, we haven't got the apologies music yet. Okay. So we'll, we'll have to can do that I, in a second. I've can I apologise You've dialed the number. Is it ringing? It's ringing. It's Is ringing. it? Okay. Shh. Let's pretend we're not here. Still ringing. What's his name? Mr. Plaid. Oh, what's his I real pick name? Pick your phone up. He said voicemail. We don't want him to pick it oh, up. Yeah. Yeah, well, Le- but, but. Hi, um, who's this? Hi, this is Anne Scantbury <laughs> from One Life Left. Hi, I'm great. Um, I was going to try and leave. Okay, firstly, uh, can I ask you what loosing a bitch Craig is? And why should I want to leave one on your voicemail? <laughs> is there a speakerphone? Oh, just, oh, it's just swearing a lot. On, it's just it? swearing a lot. Um... Oh, hang on. Let's try and put you on speakerphone. Speaker. Fine. Can you hear that? No one can hear that. That's fine. I can still hear you. Um, so, okay. Well, so you picked up the phone instead of 
um, leaving me to go through to your voicemail. So this has kind of gone a bit wrong because I was going to leave something really funny and then this is going to be really funny when you got it later. But then you picked up. Um, where are you? Can you tell him that he's live on the air not to swear? Where? Yeah, you're in America. Which bit of America? This is like listening to someone on the tube, isn't it? <laughs> She's flirting. Um, as well. Oh, you are doing her hair. Oh, shut up, Simon. Um, you are live on air, so I've been told to ask you. Uh, please don't swear. Um, but yeah, uh, so you won the Anna, and if you want to uh, send us in your address, then I'll send it to you. Oh, it's sexy. No, 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 don't give it to me right now. Oh, um, <laughs> That's what you uh, Email it in. Yeah. Email it in. Um, this is and Derek. I'll send it over to you. Christmas rush is nearly upon us once again. The huge load of AAA titles all vying for that Christmas number one spot, which will probably just be another crappy FIFA or something. Though right now my most popular request, after that ever elusive Wii of course, is Smackdown vs Raw 2008, followed closely by Juice 2, both on the PS2. Assassin's Creed has been requested quite a few times, so it seems those devastating 7 out of 10 scores aren't really putting people off. works at PC World recently remarked to me that a customer who was buying Call of Duty 4 didn't really know what it was. He mentioned to them that he'd heard it was a very good game, but the customer seemed to have no idea what he was on about, or in fact why they were buying it. Maybe it's just the heavy advertising push it's been given. It's fascinating that Nintendo are about the only company actually daring to put actual game footage in their adverts. Very good. That's so, Derek Williams. He's our market troll, uh, market troll stader, market, <laughs> market stall trader, uh, correspondent in Doncaster. Every week he does a free market economy. That was one of them. So I spoke to Nick after I did. I said, "Hey, hey, Nick, how are you? Do you?" And do you know what he said? What did he say? He said he was awesome. We don't need to apologise for that. <laughs> <laughs> don't apologise for being awesome. It's something we'll never be. Oh, well, that's what the internet says, isn't it? I don't like the internet. <laughs> you don't anymore, do you? We, you know, we've we got through 54 episodes with almost universally positive feedback. Really? There's so much, so oh, many people. Why didn't we stop at 50? <laughs> why didn't we stop at 53? <laughs> why don't we stop before your joke at the start of 54? It was really, it was, it was poorly conceived, right? We thought what we'd do is, and we probably should have explained it better during the show. Although it did become apparent, didn't yeah, it? I um, think so. Everyone else got it. Shane. And Kieran Gillen had to explain it to the to guy who was slagging us off. Internet. Yeah. So, yeah, we started the show by repeating what Shane from the One Up podcast... I, I don't know who Shane is. Are we, we're not friends with Shane, are we? We're not friends with One Up. No. It's not that we don't like them, no, necessarily. We just don't know who they are. And so th- they started to make... Um, just make stupid rumours up so that people will write about it and that more people will listen to them. 97%, they said that. 97%. Has it happened? And then, no, and then so... This week they did it and they 
did some clues to this rumour and, you know, so mm. who would have thought, hey, it was a 3% where they can't say yet and everyone's going, all right, yeah. So we just repeated what he said and somebody was listening to episode 44 and they were going, right, I've got to put this on. I, I don't think that they went into the show with an open mind. And so we started the show. The first thing we said was repeating what the, the One Up podcast had said and we were like, <laughs> we're so clever and knowing and stuff like that. We have a right laugh here, even if you lot don't. And uh, so he was um, typing onto a forum and he said... Uh, yeah, you know, um, that, that he didn't like it. He thought but he had he, he dipped in and out a few. He thought they were poorly performed. No, informed. Oh, was it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're poorly performed as well, but yeah, it sounds like you're poorly informed. I'm literally <laughs> poorly informed, aren't I? <laughs> um, and boring and stuff like that. And then, and then he went... He said... Because he'd just been listening to the One Up podcast, and he said, listen to... Which... I, here's a question for you, the internet. He said, which podcast said this? And he said what we said. And he said, and then which podcast said this? And then he said that. And I loved the, the idea. Like, he typed that straight into the internet for the world to see. And, like, we were barely two minutes in at that point, and he had to... <laughs> I can't believe that they'd done this. So angry, he stopped the podcast, and he typed onto the internet, and then he had to go back and go, oh, right, yeah, I guess it would be an ironic when he, when he heard a bit more. We were so incensed with our first two minutes. Did he go back and say that? I yeah, he, he, that. No, he went back and went, oh, I suppose that they were t- trying to be funny. Trying. Yeah, yeah, we're always trying. Is all we? apologies a bit where you get people to apologise to you then? No, this no, is this is our... We say sorry. So we're very sorry. We are um, very man, sorry for that. For, for trying to be... F- we weren't even... F- well, what were we? We were being funny. That was One Life Left's corrections and clarifications for episode 54. If you've got any you think we should make in 55, about 55, in 56, email... Team at onelifeleft.com. Um, this is very exciting... Why? Dear Steve, long time no write. In the meanwhile, I've been cleaning house, tinkering with the nifty video backgrounds that come with Leopard. My favorite being the one that makes me look like I'm chatting from a Coney Island roller coaster. And trying to avoid Spike TV's video game awards ads when I'm driving. They are giant eyesores. Billboards that read, Make Games, Not War next to a cartoon hand throwing a peace sign. As a gamer, I feel like I'm supposed to be excited about these video game Oscars. I'm not. I'm just not into the idea that actual people will not be winning awards, but that games will. I can just picture it. Game of the Year is announced. The debonair orange box sitting next to his svelte girlfriend, Katamari Damasi throws his arms up into the air in a victory move. He rushes the stage and gives special thanks to the important people, his girlfriend, his mom, and his cat. He then proceeds to denounce W. Jr. for the war, CO2 emissions, and anyone who wears croc gardening shoes in public. It takes a group of developers to make a game, just like it takes a village to raise a child. It makes it strange to stage a televised show celebrating games and not the people who make games interesting. The peculiar statement, make games, not war, implies that people should stop what they're doing and become game developers. A little odd should we all want to be back-end programmers, 3D modelers, or Cliffy B. I've never had a knack for the technical stuff, so I'd rather the headline read, make love, not games. No dev kit necessary. XOXO Reina. Do you think she listens to the show? <laughs> yes, she does. Oh, so I can't say that. Her voice makes me think she would get it. She is 
Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I'm in love. And I, uh, she's I'm very, in love too, but she's writing to me, so back off. Yeah, but she did call me a ringtone once, which said, Dear Simon, your phone is ringing. XO Raina, I loved it. That was Raina Lee and her feature for us, which is called Up, Up, Down, Down, Left, Right, Left, Right, LA Start. She is amazing. Etc. You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM, broadcasting across London and across the world through the internet. So, Dan, how's life as a PR man treating you? Uh, I'm being proactive in leveraging my synergy um, and really finding the unique points of these particular products. And oh, I can't keep this up. Excellent. No, you're fitting into character very well. Um, do you think? Do you think you're going to change? Oh, definitely for the worse. Oh, okay. So, what do you say when you've got a game that's average and somebody wants to review it before it comes out? Um, I've, this game has some unique features. We rather <laughs> think that you should. Appreciate no. them and no, no. No, you say, I, no, I definitely sent it to you. Uh, <laughs> no, I definitely, no. Like, I, t- I tell you what, in the PR world, when the, when the posties went on strike, we were doing a little dance. <laughs> it was great news. No, it really was. We didn't get the games for a month. No, I know. You lot, keep away <gasps> from that. Okay, what do you do when um, you want somebody to give your game a good review, an exclusive review? How do you get them to guarantee it? £4,000. <laughs> Things have changed since my day. I tell you. <laughs> That's how it works these days, is it? I don't know. I don't have the money. Uh, and how, finally, how do you play one magazine? How do you play the official uh, PlayStation uh, magazine off against uh, PlayStation World? Oh, you promise them all the exclusive and send them all the code and then get covers out of all of them and then never talk to them again. Disgustingly perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show, yeah, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Um, will you come back and uh, keep letting us know how you're changing? Uh, okay, if I get more evil, I'll tell you. Good uh, luck with it. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it, you'll be brilliant, I'm sure. Uh, and stick us on the mailing list, unlike uh, Ubisoft with Assassin's Creed. Mm, I think it's not either. No. no. I have a, another letter that I've been holding back. Right. Uh, but Are I you need, keeping things I think, from me? I think Anne should read it out because... Aww. No, no, it's it's not a surprise. It's a nice surprise. Okay. Do you remember? Um, do you remember the uh, the band that sung a song about you? Yes. And then split up. Yes. Well, if you can just read the first couple of paragraphs of that. Okay. Uh, currently on tour in Lithuania, the Do You Inverts have taken time out from their busy schedule to release a new track from their forthcoming Please Please Don't Make Me Pray sequel EP. Uh, the track is called Brain Dead Game Buying Sheep and is currently storming the Eastern European and Baltic Republic iTunes rankings. And if by storming one means not storming in any sense... Rushed into town at a quarter to ten Join the queue in front of game It's getting a global midnight launch Cause it got nines and tens across the board A scrum for the doors by adult men They're all about to be disappointed again Game in hand I run for home Heart a flutter, eyes aglow Did they pay off GameSpot and IGN? Why did Games TM award a Marine killing aliens again. Oh, game hype, game hype, game hype, game hype. It's all the same. I bought the bloody limited pack, and now all my DVDs are scratched. Next day, I'm really pissed. I glance up and down my heaving friends list. 30 people all saving humanity, but it's just not clicking for me. 
It's natural to want to be a hero But I'd rather play Perfect Dark Zero Did they pay off GameSpot and IGN? Why did Games GM award a town? I'm a space marine killing aliens again Oh, game hype, game hype, game hype, game hype It's all the same, whoa Rise of the Robot Awful. Land. Dreadful control. Heavenly sword. Cheer up two. Absolutely appalling. Halo two. Single player. Kill zone. Pretty unpleasant. Grabbed by the ghoulies. Red faction. Very The bouncer. Great disappointment. The getaway. Total downer. Driver three. Absolutely. SX2, complete stinker. Eye of judgment, a bit whiffy. Folklore, piss And I'll be back in space of a week. Cause I'm a brain dead gay buying sheep. This is One Life Left, uh, and this is... What is this? It's F-Zero, uh, and it's Big Blue. Uh, it's good. It's good. It's actually the Super Smash Brothers Melee version, because mm. I couldn't find the original. Uh, well, how do you feel about that? Having uh, slagged it off earlier in the show, now you're using its music to... What? It's a callback. It's tying into the news. Did you know you were going to slag that off? No, everything, Simon. Uh, we're going to do the review section over this. Are we? Yeah, I think so. How unconventional. Yeah. What must Dan think? Yeah, eminent professionals in my well, exactly. eyes. Exactly, you know, everyone else has review music, don't they? One up, they have an orchestra in when they review. Mm. Oh, Actually, fine, they, they, fine, they probably fine. don't. They have P. Diddy. Or whatever it is, break dancing. Yeah, I don't know. Here we go. We've got reviews music. Yeah, we've got our own, yeah. yeah, yeah this is our own. This is our own. So what have you I, been I playing? Bet, no, I bet that guy in one up was going, brilliant, they messed <laughs> up their reviews music. <laughs> Um, I've been playing Call of Duty 4. Really? Yes. Boring. It's not boring, actually. Boring. It's brilliant. It boring. is brilliant. Do you shoot some things? You shoot Do things. you go down corridors? Well, do you know what? Like, it's, it, it's, it's just like all these first-person games now. They've got set-piece after set-piece. They look beautiful and stuff. But it's so entertaining. It's so much fun. Um, they've done some quite interesting things with... Um, like there was just one scene where all you do is look around before you get executed and stuff. It's just mm-hmm. it's just phenomenal. The the, was it the the scene where you're in a plane and you're just shooting four running soldiers who can't shoot back. Yeah, and you're going, oh look, that guy got blown to chunks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bit American. Um, it's really good fun. Um, I've, I've not gone online with it yet. The first level was uh, was excellent. Um, levels after that have been good. A uh, little bit confusing. Uh, probably the best one of the best first person games on the PlayStation Three at the moment. Seven out of ten. 
brilliant. Uh, I've been playing Super Mario Galaxy. And? It's pretty much one of the best video games I've ever played. Really? 7 out of 10. Yeah, well done. Dan, what have you been playing? Oh, apart from Mass Effect, I've been playing Tabula Rasa. Or oh, Tabula yeah. Rasa. Um, Richard I'm Garriott, Lord British's old new game. Oh, let me give you some money. Let me give you some money. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> That's not my PR agency. It's no, yours. My company does the PR for that game. <laughs> it's a lot of fun, isn't it, Simon? Isn't it? Oh, three out of ten. <sighs> seven. Seven, seven, seven out, out of ten. Anne, what have you been playing? Nothing. Oh, come on. You must have been playing something. Didn't you register an Xbox Live account this week? Yes. What is it? 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 Run out of time, Simon. No. What What happens? The second number of Anne's phone number is seven. That's the second work, fans. No, genuinely, we've given you two numbers now. Two numbers. Uh, I think I think maybe that's the end of the review section. I think it's almost the end of the show. You, you know what happened after Kristen, uh, our last engineer, wrote to us? I wrote back and said, oh, it's great you were listening. And then she wrote back and scolded us for disobeying Robin at the Is end she? of the last show, for and staying on past our welcome. As if by magic, Robin, Robin is, is here. And we know now, dear listeners, that it's time to go to bed. It is. Um, so I'm going to tuck you up, Steve. <laughs> That's right. You're wearing your favourite Star Wars pyjamas. That's right. Night, night, Steve. Night, night, Simon. Come here, Anne. No. <laughs> Shall we read that story again? <laughs> Shall I just tuck those in? And what about there? <laughs> and place number four. Oh. <laughs> is he allowed to do that? <laughs> we do it all the time. Night, night, Anne. And are you not going to say night to Dan? Oh no, I, I never sleep. Oh, I'm yeah. in PR. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you just given Tabula Rasa seven out of ten. <laughs> sleep on your front, Dan. I've got some things I want to do. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening uh, to this week's One Life Left. We will be back next week. Uh, thank you to all our contributors as well. Um, <laughs> I don't like the way you look at me when you talk. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> no, get, I really don't. Get used to it, so yeah. <laughs> Okay, bye. See you. Bye. bye.